0: With over 65 years of combined business experience, Virtual Web Department brings practical, real-world experience to small business owners. Visit Virtual Web Department at virtualwebdepartment.com. Web development, social platforms management, and audio-video production expertise at an unheard-of
1: flat fee price. Stock markets don't dictate local business markets. Well, they are a leading indicator of the overall health of the economy. What happens on Wall Street has little direct impact on Main Street. Sure, those with money in the market are hurt by the downturn in valuation, but you shouldn't be running your business off the profits you make from stock investments. If you are, then we need to talk about a different podcast episode. As we gear up for this new recession, It is my contention that you have the opportunity of a lifetime. Never before has small business been so well-placed for booming post-recession times. Stay tuned as we'll present three things you can do now to capitalize on the American economy in this recession.
0: Welcome to the Business Buffet podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson, this is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes, with the cursory helping of veggies. Our business buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the business buffet podcast, wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the business buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson.
1: Welcome to today's episode. By now, most of us have been in shutdown mode for about a month. Some of us a bit longer. My wife and I hunkered down about two weeks before everybody else, but my spirits have never been higher. Honestly, I started my business just before the previous recession, and I am excited about this new recession because my business is ready. Before diving into the meat of today's topic, with me via telephone is my podcast partner, Phil Anderson. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? I just want to see how high your voice can go in terms
0: of before you have to end that question with a question mark. I'm a trained <laughs> climb, singer, you, baby. I can go I right up there. <laughs> What is the highest note you can hit?
1: And then I'll tell you how I'm doing. I, you know, I think I can hit a G full voice pretty comfortably. Maybe, yeah, a, maybe, about, maybe a C above about, that falsetto.
0: Yeah, head voice, a C above that. That's impressive. I used to be able to hit those falsetto notes. But now I've got a range of about eight notes. <laughs> it's not, it's not pretty. Yeah, those eight notes aren't pretty. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. The sun's out. It's spring. Honestly, I don't listen to the news, so except to get some headline stuff, and and I'm just blazing right through this. I'm busier than ever. Uh, I do have a yard that needs to be cleaned, and I'm thinking that this weekend might. Be some hard labor out in the yard, getting everything all picked up and
1: now summarized. We winterized last fall and now we're summarizing. You know, that whole working in the yard thing, it always baffles me why people say, yeah, I'm going to be working hard in the yard this weekend. Me, it's like, (laughs) I'm going to hire somebody to work hard in my yard this weekend. Well,
0: for me, uh, our yard is quite large, and it would be a nice little chunk of change, and I don't really mind doing it at all, and I don't like the way other people (laughs) do things that I can do because I have a high bar, but yeah, and I'll be up on the roof. Oh, yeah, I'll be up on the roof raking needles, cleaning gutters. Well, that's right, because you're under all of those pine
1: trees. Oh my,
0: there's like 50 of them.
1: I am 50. so happy we didn't move Ugh. one neighborhood over and we would have all of those pine needles. And then I don't I'd, be, mind a I'd be paying some kid to sweep them up then. So, you know, it's. That's right. And you know what? They get stuck in the
0: rake. Those needles get stuck in the rake. Yeah. I mean, there's no good raking anything. It's either shoveling snow or raking needles in this. In this yard, it welcome sucks. to North Idaho, buddy. Exactly. But I am happy, like you, I am happy. I am staying happy. It's not a it's not a challenge. I'm I'm loving life right now. Yep. Well,
1: okay, so let's dive right in. My first question, Phil. How is your business positioned for this new recession?
0: So it's funny you say that for this new recession. Everyone is predicting that. We don't know. It's actually going to happen. Uh, the government's trying to do some things to waylay that, or you know, uh, make it so that doesn't happen. But we really don't know. But to answer your question, uh, I'm I'm fine. I've you know, look personally, I've got things that I can do um, business wise. I've I'm creating more business and businesses. So um, I think I'll be fine. I'm positioned just fine. You know, we're, we've got the social media conference. You and I have got the, the podcast business, and that's expanding. Uh, it's, it's, things
1: are going really well. Well, I'd like to suggest that recessions are the very best time for a business to start. For existing businesses, recessions are an excellent time to roll out new service offerings and attract new cof- customers. You know, the SBA suggests businesses package together service and or product offerings to make consumers feel more comfortable with the value of your business offering. Do you have the opportunity to package stuff together? Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, in fact, uh I I have um like a core pack uh, core packages. But you know you can start trimming fat off of some of those. And, and so you're offering less of a service, thus less of a cost to the consumer or to the business. Uh, or you can start packaging up more, which is then more money, right? But they look differently. Um, you know, you gave me a great bit of advice a couple of years ago um, when we were in our networking group and and you said a lot of these companies you know what you're charging is a minimum it's close to 5000 bucks a year and most small businesses don't have that that money to spend and i i i never really looked at it that way and so i came i went down to like a bare bones price and you know it it they don't get a lot but they get consistent at uh, consistent presence right and so yeah i created a new package for it's the Small Biz Spectacular for small business owners that want a social media presence. So, yeah, I do have the ability to restructure packages. Look, when you when you offer a lot of things,
1: you can kind of
0: uh, a la carte it,
1: right? Well, but it takes some planning. You know, when, I oh, started, sure. when I started Zenith Exhibits, um, my wife was a little reticent about me becoming self-employed leaving the corporate world. But she had, in her first marriage, kind of went sideways. Her and her first husband, they were self-employed. And so I, sensitive to that situation, I sought out, now I had a business degree, but I also sought out additional guidance, if you will, additional education. And the Small Business Development Center had a program in Clackamas, where we were living at the time, the SBDC um They had a program called the Greenhouse Business Program that was really geared towards complete startups. In the class, we were talking about what a recession is. Uh, By that time in America, the discussion of the pending recession was on the news. We weren't yet in the official recession. You know, the definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters of economic downturn where, you know, the GDP shrinks versus growth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a minor
0: or a major uh, uh, recession too, right?
1: Uh, well, yeah, it's, does not it, the severity of the recession is based upon how, how big a drop it is. So exactly, the definition exactly. of a recession is just that two consecutive right. quarters of a decline in GDP. So we hadn't reached that point. So by definition, we were not in a recession. And, and you kind of alluded to that. Are we actually going to be in a recession? Actually, yes. By definition, we will be in a recession. Was that first we, quarter, did we have a
0: downturn in the, in the first quarter this year?
1: No. We had a significant downturn in this quarter. And based upon timing of the shutdown and where employment's, we are definitely going to have a downturn in the next quarter. But you bring up an interesting point. Are we in a recession? And that's going to be the thing of, of discussion that people are going to go through. Back then, we felt it, but it wasn't defined yet. Now, it's defined, but right. technically we don't feel it yet. and It's going to take another four to six months before right. we, we potentially feel it. And and that's why I say this right now, the one that we're going through is just the greatest opportunity for small businesses. We can turn on a dime. We're big business. It's like steering a ocean liner versus a speedboat. You can spin that wheel around, but that big old ocean liner, it's going to take a long time to come about where you can just touch the wheel on your speedboat our small business is going to just turn right on a dime and dump grandma out, out the side. But that, well, that's, and, that's another yeah, podcast.
0: Well, she shouldn't be in the boat then maybe, but I'm just saying. But you had mentioned about creating new uh, services or packages or products or whatever, right? Um, creating new products, even if they're existing products, that are now being like packaged together or even repackaged with a new look or whatever, it gives the appearance of a growing and thriving business. Consumer confidence, right?
1: Well, and as we're going to be talking, it's this is what's called the giver's premium. We're going to kind of be leading towards this idea of the giver's premium. So it it's not, don't do it for a sales gimmick. Don't do it so that the customers feel like It's new and improved. The packaging shtick that every marketing class says, slap a star that says new in bold uppercase letters and people are going to buy the bag of Doritos because it's new. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Packaging is a convenience for your customers. During these downturns, during these economic downturns, relationships can be built that last for years and are worth tens of thousands of dollars. I don't do it for the money. The money is a result. And I'm a, I'm a good leader. And I recognize the fact that if the giver's premium, which I've witnessed for 35 years, is true, then you give first and people are going to want to do business with you. But you look at what's going to happen in the recession, your competitors are pulling back. The decreased demand for local advertising means you've got an opportunity now to start to get your message out, which lower Mm -hmm. rates or at least gives you a strong negotiating position. If fewer people are buying the ads in the newspapers, you get to take advantage of your local ad sales rep for the newspaper and say, hey, Bob was in there last week and he's dumped you. Give me a good rate. From Isn't a negotiating just, standpoint, I was recessions say, are amazing. It's like basic supply and demand one hundred
0: and one, right? That's right. Less demand pushes prices down. Speaking of, and I know you drive an electric car, but guess what? I paid for a gallon of gas yesterday.
1: I'm going to guess like one sixty five. Ooh, so close one sixty four. Yeah, I saw the I saw the signs. It's incredible. We're not driving, and now the gas price is so low. It's like use up your gas so you can fill up.
0: Let me let me repeat basic supply and demand 101. That's it. That's it. I mean, we see it all the time, right? So you can play a part in that for sure.
1: Take advantage of these things when they present themselves. Well, and, and what this points out is during times of recession, you do not want to pull back. Your competitor is wrong. Pulling back Dropping your advertising, you should be doing the exact opposite. You should be advertising more. This is a time when your customer or your potential customer is looking for a resource. Let me jump to number three here real quick. Your target customer have limited dollars to spend, but they still need the service. So they should be buying a solution from you, and you have an obligation to provide that solution to the marketplace. I mean, your customer, your competition has decided to pull back. Yeah, they still want to sell, but they're not trying hard. They're no longer using the giver's premium. They're just figuring, well, if if you want it bad enough, come find me and I'll give it to you. But if we take the position that nope, I believe my product provides a solution for you. Whether that's B2B or B2C, if you believe your product or service provides the necessary solution, then we are obligated, I believe, to get out there and tell the consumer about the offering. So it's interesting. I, this is my belief.
0: Regardless of what, what our economy is going through at any given time, consumers want to buy businesses want to sell. We just sometimes differ on how we get there. So, and I know I sound like a broken record, but this is what I've been touting to whoever will listen for many, many years. Create relationships. You just said that, right? This should have been done. Now, this should have been done before because you use these times to take a take advantage of that, right? It does take time to create these relationships. When it comes to times like these, you will have those relationships already built. And and it doesn't mean you can't start now. It just means you will not probably get the benefit of those relationships because you haven't built them yet. It's always been transactional. It's always about the transaction. And we're both maintaining. It's really about that relationship and the transactions
1: then come naturally. That's right. So the Business Buffet has been blessed to have strong supporters from the get-go. Joe at F1 for Help has been one of our strongest supporters. During this coronavirus, F1 for Help will come to you for the problems that can only be resolved at your residence or place of business. As long as your internet connection is working reasonably fast and with your permission, F1 for Help has remote control utilities that allow them to connect to your computer and work on it from their offices, and sometimes a quick peek is all it takes to get you back up and running. Just because the governor issued a stay-at-home order doesn't mean computers will keep working. When something is wrong, call F1 for Help and let Joe and his team get your computer Back to Excellent Working Order. For more information or to get started, visit www.f1forhelp.net or give them a call at 208-687-0183. Before the break, we discussed three recession opportunities. In this next segment, I'd like to discuss the psychology behind the recession opportunity. You know, fear, fear is one of the strongest motivators. Fear drives people into seclusion and creates a desire to guard resources. I mean, especially right now, uh, 22 million people based on yesterday's unemployment numbers have been sent home. They no longer have that income that they can count on. While most of them, as soon as the recession is over, Will be offered their jobs back. That's a lot of fear, but it's not most of them. I, I remember
0: last week they were they were uh, forecasting less than half will be offered their job back.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, fear comes into play. You listen yeah, to the news, right. which I I advise don't um, mm-hmm. turn on the news. Go ahead and listen to them, but for goodness' sakes, don't make decisions based on the news. I have another right. podcast to to talk <laughs> to you about that one, the Conservatives' <laughs> Guide to American Politics. But I digress. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that
0: another sponsor?
1: I don't. I don't know. Is that another sponsor? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was just an, a matter a matter of fact opportunity to say something. There. I love it. I love it. You I know, was... but guarding guarding resources during a recession is an absolutely natural feeling, and consumers as well as business entrepreneurs do the same thing. And entrepreneurs have a natural tendency to seek opportunity through risk. So there's this dichotomy. There's this there's this give and take, this this natural friction that's working against. On one hand, you want to hold on to your dollars. On the other hand, the entrepreneur in you says go out there and go for it. What do you think somebody is going to have to do in order to capitalize on the market?
0: Well, so a couple things come into play here. And, and I was going to say, we saw really quick what happened when the fear set in with our society, when we had the run on toilet paper and paper towels and, and, and just products in general like that. Right. You got
1: to be careful when you say run and toilet
0: paper. (laughs) I knew you had a smile on your face for a particular reason, but it it's true. And then I say, but sorry about that. Uh, it, it's true. Uh, there is that, um, it's a lack mentality. So I think that we're, we're seeing that in our society in products. Now talking business, sure, there are going to be people that are are pulling back because they don't want to spend that extra money. But here's the bottom line, the marketing aspect of this, you should always have a budget to market. Because as you outlined before, there are opportunities that are going to be a lot better value than what you're used to paying. So you got that, right? Um, and, and then when you have created these systems to be able to weather some of these storms, you know, we've talked about the e before. It talks about creating systems, having systems in place. That kind of means organization. If you go into these things unorganized, then you're going to be on the back of your
1: heels the whole time, right? Well, there you jump into number two on the psychology chart. Disorganization oh. creates insecurity. How many businesses do you know where you 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 talk to the person and you kind of say it in your head, you don't want to be rude, you kind of wonder how how can they successfully put their pants on in the morning? This is the most disorganized person I've ever met. I come across these people all the time at the chamber of commerce. It's like, how do you continue to breathe? I'm not sure you you could work your
0: way through a paper bag. Being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, has never been more popular. Right? It is a a rising trend. the The thing is, it's not for the weak. I, I, you know, we talk about this. You, you can't just be a technician in your own business. You have to know every aspect of it. And that includes marketing and uh, accounting and selling as well as doing the work, right? And, well, and that drives yeah. to the fear.
1: So if you don't right. have a good handle on your business, then you are more likely to let fear dictate your business behavior. No,
0: that's absolutely true. And you shouldn't really be actually letting fear drive any part of your life, but definitely not business. Uh, I, I, I can't stress that enough to look at the, look at the positives and go towards the positives that will raise the bar.
1: Well, you know, so financial status is the other thing that creates the, the challenge that businesses, if your financial reserves are low now, you probably already had some business troubles that have absolutely nothing to do with the recession. We just came out of the booming time, a greatest booming time America has ever experienced. So if you are low on cash reserves going into this shutdown, you've already got business troubles and you know it. And you're so probably the- blaming it on, the, on this whole thing too.
0: And you can't That's right. do that. You've got to be self-aware enough to know take some
1: accountability this is these are all within your control yeah the disorganization is typically the reason why somebody gets that far out of whack if your business isn't operating on good financial terms when times are just the greatest they've ever been in america and then we go into a recession and you realize oh i don't have any money in the bank account you're blowing it as a business person. You, you need to go back and reorganize the way your business is doing. The third item on the psychology list is your competitors are just as likely to struggle with the same fears as you. This is the hidden opportunity. This is why I say now is the greatest opportunity for small business. It's also the best time to start a business. As these businesses pull back and start to protect What they've already got, I I had um, nine phone calls this morning. Five of those phone calls had this phrase in some form or another. I had to let a couple of employees go because I can't be in deficit spending. The situation that business is right now, if you've got a successful business, you cannot risk deficit spending. But in a startup mode, we weren't making money from day one. We were in the red. We were taking a risk. As we get along in business, as we start to build up the successes, we lose track of what it took to be an entrepreneur in the first place. That's right. It is scary to be an entrepreneur. It's a lot of freaking hard work, yeah. It is. The business who can push through is the one that wins, cannot agree with you
0: more. Um, and I'll tell you something. I want to mention something too. It's kind of a mindset in a sense. You, you can't let yourself get to the place that we're talking about, right? The fear of this. My typical practice is not to shine light onto any negatives that life brings. And life brings lots of negatives. Like this, through this whole crisis, I can probably count on one hand how many times I've used the term coronavirus or COVID-19. And most of them have been on this podcast, Okay. I just don't, I don't allow myself to say that. I know it's out there. I know people are dealing with it, but I can only control myself and moving forward. And for me, I don't like to even bring that in the conversation. So that's, that's my little thing on staying away from the negative and stay for the positive.
1: On that empathy sells. If you have the, the giver's premium mentality, then you have the ability to be empathetic for your customers. And that empathy is going to position you in a much stronger position than your competition, who's just going to sit there and bellyache about, oh, business is bad. I had to lay off a couple of employees. I don't have enough money to get get my boat in the water and buy my slip at the lake this year.
0: Yeah, but they're still buying a half rack of beer a day. So there you go. I'm um, yeah. uh, So empathy sells. I agree with that. And uh, do you you've heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? I sure have. Yeah. So Mark Schaefer, uh, he was actually at Social Media Marketing World, great, unbelievable business guy, and he does very well in social media. He wrote a blog post a couple weeks ago. He said, "You're you know you know about this uh, hierarchy of needs, right?" The, the The blog post was titled "For Business to Win in the Coronavirus." crisis, head to the bottom of the pyramid. He's talking about Maslow's pyramid. The self-actualization is a top, esteem, where we head down the pyramid to the very bottom, right? The physiological needs that we need, the air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, reproduction, all of that stuff. He said, think about your business in the context of this model. Where would you place the type of products and service you're selling right now? Are they at the top of the pyramid? and if they are you probably want to start heading down to that bottom because that's where people will be buying from and that all is that's the human aspect of this all and that's the the empathy behind it and the compassion showing that as a business can be very fruitful again as long as you're doing it in a, a heart-centered way and and doing it for the right reasons
1: well and and here's where packaging comes into play so um the gentleman who was teaching the class at the Clackamas Small Business Development Center, Tim Shea is his name. Uh, Tim's long since retired. Um, but Tim was a great mentor to me. Um, he really taught me a lot about the giver's premium. I had already read Bob's book, uh, Bob Berg, uh, the, the Go-Giver, uh, one of my faves. But uh, it was really Tim who brought all of this uh, into synthesis for me. Because when he said, during times of recession, package, 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 I, I kind of did the RCA dog thing and tipped my head up here and go, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, met one-on-one with Tim and I said, so d- you got to tell me how this packaging thing works. Understand I'm an engineer. I got to touch it, feel it, see it, something. It, it's it got to be tangible for me to get it. And he said, so Ed, the way this works is when you package things together, what you're doing is you're solving more problems that you know your customers already have. They had them before. They're going to have them again. But by bringing these things together, you've made the decision easier. They already go through an emotional roller coaster just to make the decision to buy the product in the first place. When you package your items together, You've made that emotional roller coaster just that much easier. It's half as hard for them to get past the hurdle to go ahead and do business with you. So even though they are working on diminished resources themselves, even though it appears that there's fewer opportunities in the marketplace because so many people have dropped their advertising, even though the news is bemoaning all of the woes that are striking society at that moment in time, you packaging multiple services together provides the empathy that your customers need to believe your The solution for their needs so
0: true so very very true
1: so going forward do don't let fear beat you back take advantage of every stimulus program you can apply for every dollar available the interest rates are low and the payback is high and for goodness sakes ignore the fact that they said yesterday that they're out of money and ignore the fact that the Democrats and the Republicans are fighting one another now to see what kind of gimme they can get in the next $250 billion plan. They're going to pass it, it's going to be available. Get your application in. The American economy, as history has shown, is strong enough to survive just about anything. Avoid the natural tendency to drop your price and instead package your offerings together. Present an extended service message in a major element of your marketing and use new advertising channels to extend your reach. You believed in your business so many years ago when you started it. Continue to stand strong and believe in you and your business today. Reach out to your local newspaper and digital news sites and seek discounted opportunities. Don't shy away from investing in your business during these tough times. Leave that action to your competition. You got a quote of the day for us?
0: Yes, I do. And it's not eat hearty in business, though we want you to do that more than ever. The quote of the day is the only way to live is to accept each minute as an
1: unrepeatable miracle. Storm Jameson. Great quote. This episode of The Business Buffet is sponsored in part by Chris Mitchell with Solutions for Living Well. Chris Mitchell, a trauma therapist and naturopath practicing locally for 20 years, is offering a new line of products which address issues with anxiety, mental clarity, and weight loss. She knows how important it is to take products that are natural, reduce stress, and also to support brain function when statin or diabetic drugs have been prescribed. You can check out these products as well as others by visiting solutions4lw.com. That's solutions, the number four, lw.com. Thank you for listening to today's
0: episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.